back in the Boss Man Show, a special guest, co-founder of BlackVoltersModernFund.org. He helped change our state out there, risking his life in this middle of COVID, getting people registered to vote, getting people incited to vote for Warnock, Ossoff, and Mr. Biden, the one on the Cliff Albright. Cliff, good to talk to you. How are you doing today, man? Hey, man, I'm blessed. I can't complain. If I did complain, it wouldn't do me no good. So I'm all right. Yes, indeed. Well, tell us, first of all, how was Selma yesterday? I heard your speech, very powerful speech you gave to Selma. Tell us about this speech, being down there, around all those people on Blaze Sunday, and another day of, of just fighting for our right to vote once more here. Cliff and you and Latasha doing a great job. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was great to be back in Selma. You know, it was, it was uh, not as many people as usual, right, because of because of the obvious COVID pandemic, most of the usual Jubilee commemoration activities were turned into virtual events. Um, and that was great, but they did want to have this one event. They wanted to have this at least one event that was going to be in person. Um, it's the Unity Breakfast. Um, you know, it's been going on for 20 something years. They were doing a special tribute to four giants of the movement that we lost just in this past year. Um, again, three of those being national giants, uh, Reverend Lowry and, and Reverend Vivian, of course, John Lewis. Um, and then one lesser known, but a, a local hero there in Selma, and that was Bruce Boynton, who also passed away last year. And, uh, you know, I, I say local, but really his case, it's, it's, it's really amazing that he's not better known because, you know, his case of, um, as a student, he was returning home and uh, was using the, the interstate buses to do so. His case became the basis of what would eventually become the Freedom Rides. And so he passed away last year as well. And so part of this Unity Breakfast yesterday was giving tribute to those four folks in addition to the general commemoration of, of Bloody Sunday. Always great to be back there um, for, for that commemoration. And, and, and it's really not just a commemoration, it's a recommitment. And that's what I talked yes. about in my remarks. Yes, Cliff, and as, you, as we both know, here in Georgia, a legislature in Georgia trying to make voting harder. They want to prosecute you to give somebody a bottle of water and some food. When you make them stand in line for 12 hours, in some cases, because you've played games with the line and, and people get precincts and all kinds of stuff we know here in Georgia. So, Cliff, we got to pressure these people here, whether it be Coca-Cola, UPS, Home Depot, Southern Company, all these people around here who give money to the GOP and say they are for the people, but with their money says otherwise, they don't care about the right to vote. They want to attack black voters, people like yourself, Miss Abrams, because we've turned out and showed up, showed out, and helped turn the state blue. Now they want to react by making it harder to vote when these are their, are their rules, Cliff. They are yeah, rules. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. It's their rules. They're attacking a vote-by-mail system that they made up back in 2005. And they never had a problem with it. They never said that it was fraudulent. They never said that they had to do election integrity, right? Never had a problem with it until what? Until 2020 comes around and we out-organized them. We outworked yes. them. We outvoted them. We, we beat their butts. And then they want to get bad, mad, big mad. Started talking about some voter fraud, and now they want to change up the whole system. They want to take away uh, vote by mail. They want to make it so that you can't do it, or that you have to be uh, you can't you have to have an excuse to do it versus the no excuse vote by mail, right? Or that you you know you can't have drop boxes. All these changes they've got over fifty bills that they've introduced to try to deal with to try to take away our right to vote, all because they're mad, all because it's part of Trump's big lie that there was some kind of voter fraud taking place in this election. The bottom line is we just outworked them, and now they're trying to, to, to go back to Jim Crow, um, to go back to not even 50s, 60s Jim Crow. They're going back to, like, post-Civil War Jim Crow type yes. stuff, right? And, and we're not having it, right? And so we're calling them out, 
And as we call them out, we also got to call out these businesses because because you said it, you made the point, and we've been making this point for the past week. We did a whole ad in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution calling out the big businesses in, in Georgia. You can't talk about being a city um, too busy to hate, and then you also the city and the business that's too busy to do something about voter suppression. Like that, that you can't have those two things. You can't go around doing commercials, talk about Black Lives Matter and oh, commercials, damn. talk about Dr. King's birthday. And then when it comes time, when the rubber meets the road and we got these bills out here, all of a sudden you get ghosts. All of a sudden you don't know how to communicate with people, right? You can't, you know, if you if you want these businesses that, that you know, you depend on us as consumers, you depend on us as, as, as workers, as employees, you, can you depend on us as voters just to keep this democracy legitimate, you can't be one of these businesses and not take a stance on these issues. So we calling them out, Coca-Cola, Delta, UPS, uh, uh, who else was on that list? Um, um, Home Depot, um, Southern Company. Home Depot, that's Southern, right, Com Southern Company. Georgia Chamber of Commerce, all of them. All of them. We the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Braves, the Atlanta Hawks. You know, hey, oh, if y'all true to Atlanta, true to your black voters, do that. Because if right. you, if you go and let these people take, let, let them do this to us, because they're attacking black people in the black vote. Because the, the lies about, look about what Trump attacked Cliff, you know this, Detroit, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, right. Atlanta, right. what do I have in common? Right. A lot of black voters. Black folks. Arizona, right. Latinos. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want to attack them? Nevada, Latino vote. So you notice right. the, the the attack is always on the voters of color, and simply right. black voters because all your events through COVID, going to Southwest Georgia, sus rural Georgia, doing what you did, risking your life to change right. the state and change the way of America is noble in your part. But they're mad because you said we. Out organize them, and let's be honest, mm -hmm. their policies are trash. All they want to do is, is, is constrict the number of people they allow to vote. The control the less That's people right. to vote, the more they can win. It's all about suppression, not policies That's that right. actually make a difference. So, for me, Cliff, if you're if you want to compete on policy, you just want to take away. Oh, no, nah, you can't vote no more. And let, let election right. integrity is a new code for vote suppression, if you ask me. That's right. That's right. Say that again. Say it again. That's all. That all. Every time you hear election integrity, every time you hear we got to protect the integrity of, of the ballot, what you need to be hearing is voter suppression. That's all it is. What you need to be hearing is, is Jim Crow, because that's all it is. What you need to be hearing is white supremacy, because that's all it is. They never had a problem with any of these systems, with any of these voting systems, until black folks and brown folks came out in record numbers and kicked their butt. We showed them we got power. They're mad about that power. They're trying to take that power away. We're not going to let them do it. And we're calling them out, the, the Republicans in the legislature that are doing this. But again, we're calling out those businesses that benefit from and In fact, it's not even just that these businesses have been silent because what we discovered, there's a reporter that what he discovered was that these same businesses, they actually give contributions to these, to these legislators and not just any old Republican legislators, they give uh, millions of dollars of contributions to the very people, the worst of these uh, legislators, the worst of these voter suppressors, the ones that are actually sponsoring and pushing these voter suppression bills, those are the ones that have been receiving money from, again, I'll call them out, Coca-Cola, Delta, UPS, Home Depot, all of them have been giving money to these legislators. So it's not just that these businesses have been silent. They have actually been complicit. 
Yes. They are complicit in the voter suppression that's taking place. We're not having it. We're calling them out. We're making phone calls to the businesses. And if they mess around and they don't respond to what we're doing right now, we're going to have to take it up to the next stage, which is then going to get into direct action. We might have to visit some of these offices with some of these companies if they're not going to be responsive to our calls for them to get involved. You can't just sit on the sidelines. It's time's exactly. up for that. And yeah, you can't because in my in my opinion, Cliff, if you're silent, you're complicit. Because if you're silent, you agree with it. Because my father always right. said, "You are <laughs> what you support. You are that. You can't tell me you get my supremacy, but you support. You also give money to it. You help keep That's it right. going. You can't tell me, Jr. I'm for black 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 voice moderating and black lives moderating, but I see you giving money to these people who are against this." Or you vote against these things because right. you can't tell me anymore. Oh, I'm not that person. Well, if you're silent and you let it go on, you are that person to me. And, right. and you exactly. can't pray it away. And people, oh, I'm gonna pray about it. Nah, prayer without works is dead. So, right. child, tell me you're gonna pray about it. Ain't gonna make me black. Oh, I'm gonna get get my get off you. No, because if you don't take any action and open your mouth and make a change, you're no better than the ones who who are doing the evil. In my opinion, Cliff. Right. That's right. No, and, and 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 some of these companies have said that they're going to sit back and wait. What you waiting for, right? What you what, what you we're going to sit back and see how it plays out. I can tell you how it's going to play out. If y'all don't do anything, if y'all don't step up, how it's going to play out is they're going to take our votes away. They're going to take our voting power away. That's how it's going to play out. You know, it reminds me so much Dr. King in his famous letter from Birmingham Jail back in the sixties, back in '63. You know, he said, you know, I, I'm starting to reach the conclusion that the that the worst part isn't the, the kkk -er. the worst part isn't the, the supremacists burning with the cross the worst part is the white moderate mm -hmm. right the ones that sit back and say i'm with you but you know I, we need to wait i'm with you but i'm not crazy about your tactics right i'm with you but you know we don't know if we want to take a stance on this it's those are the folks right that are the most problematic and if they don't step up then, you know, we're going to find ourselves in a bad situation as these people are trying to turn back the clocks. So those are the folks that we're, that we're targeting. We know who the Republicans are in the legislature that are doing. We know who they are. Yes. We, we know what they're up to. We know that they ain't got no, no, no consciousness and no sense of righteousness, right? But we don't even have to deal with them. We can get these companies to deal with them. Because I'm telling you what, if this, if this legislation wasn't voter suppression legislation, if this was like some anti-flight uh, um, flight regulations, right? Delta wouldn't be, sit back and be like, ooh, I'm going to see how it plays out. What would Delta do? They'd be aggressive about it. Lobby if this was some kind of, <laughs> yeah, if this was some kind of climate climate energy regulation, right, dealing with, with the sources of power, you think Southern Company and Georgia Power would say, oh, we're going to sit back and see how it plays out? They have all of their resources, everything at their disposal, they would put into squashing those bills. If this was a bill about the, the beverage industry saying we don't want to have any beverages in the school systems and it's going to be illegal to sell beverages at the at the at the Mercedes Dome and 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 you know at the other sports arenas, right? You think Coca-Cola would be like, oh, we're gonna sit back and we're gonna take a balanced approach to this? No, they would use everything at their disposal to squash that legislation. So what we're saying to those same businesses, act like you would to protect yourselves, act like you would to protect your companies and your industry. You need to keep that same energy up to protect us, to protect black voters that have literally helped save this democracy. If you can't step up at least as much as you would for your, for your own industry to protect democracy and protect black voters, then you're not worthy of us as consumers. You're not worthy of us as, as staff and employees. And you're, you're, you're not worthy of any kind of support that we might give to you in this state. 
Exactly. And without black voters, we're going to get stimulus checks here in a few weeks. Without black mm. voters, we're not beginning dollars mm. or extra unemployment insurance without black voters. Because we mm. matter. We vote and our numbers use our power. Things change. So it That's took right. having Senator Warnock, Senator Ossoff, to, to get that done, even with the crap Joe Manchin pool. For no reason. Oh, oh, ooh, don't get me started on Joe. <laughs> yeah, we'll we get to Joe, Joe in a second. Go. Yeah, so yeah. without <laughs> black voters in Georgia, it, there would be no similar checks, which also helps right. their Republican constituents. That's who, right. I'm, I'm going to say it, voting against their own interests all the right. time. They vote against their own interests because yeah. they have been tricked to believe that, hey, they're white, they're better than us. Now, even That's though I'm right. I'm poor and white, I don't have anything in Southwest, Southwest Georgia, I'm better mm -hmm. than a black man or wherever, in Macon or Atlanta or wherever, I'm better. Even when they're That's using right. you to keep this up in power, they're playing the game right. with you. I said Reverend Barber trying to tell the, the poor whites in these small states for years that, hey, they're using you. When black, poor blacks and poor whites come together, they want to cause what? Division. Trying to break us That's apart right. so that we can't use our power together to overcome right. the elites and the bourgeoisie of the ones who have all the money and on, on the Republican right. side. So, Cliff, it's all the game, but we're, I'm trying to break it yeah. down for these people, but sometimes people don't want to hear it. You guys have to feel the pain right. before they realize it's true. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. That's a that's an old tactic. It goes back to slavery, right? They they go back to slavery where the plantation owner convinced the poor white man that the reason that the poor white man was poor was because of the because of the enslaved African, not because of the wealthy landowner <laughs> that owned up all the land, right? Somehow they would have blamed us because they poor, and it's been like that ever since. And so right now you got the same thing going on. You got some you got some 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 poor white folks that that are convinced that they poor because of black folks because they poor because of some immigrants, right, or, or some other stuff, not because you got some, some corporate interests or not because you got these Republicans that are out there, the same amount of money that it costs for this, this, this um, stimulus, this COVID bill, right, the same amount of money that that costs, they gave that much money away to the, to the richest 1% in this, in this country with them tax cuts that they did a, a couple of years ago that not one of us, you ain't benefit from, I ain't benefit from, uh, uh, no, nobody listening to this right now benefited from, but the richest 1% are, what, are who benefited from it. And back then they was cool. These Republicans were cool with spending that money. But now on COVID, they're like, oh, where are we going to get the money from? Right? It's a game. And they're... And and they're, and, they're, and they're fooling, they're taking advantage. But I do want to say this, because it's not just poor white folks, right? Because I don't, I don't want folks, sometimes we start thinking that Trump's supporters are all these poor white folks that have been misled. But what we know is that you got middle class, mm -hmm. MAGA people, you got them khaki, khaki pan, torch wearing uh, MAGA people, you got college professors that are MAGA people, you got attorneys, you got these state representatives, right? You got some, so it's not just, Poor white folks that, that that got this this economic anxiety. What it is is they got a racial anxiety. Yes, and they're they're poor, they're middle class, and they're wealthy. But the commonality is that you got these folks, these white folks, that got this this racial anxiety, right? It's not it's not that they're scared of being poor; they're scared of black and brown folks. <laughs> yes, that's what's got them acting a fool, and that's what's got them trying to take our power away. And again, we're not having it. We're standing up for it, and we're calling on all these businesses to stand up for it. I'm calling on everybody listening. Y'all can go to our website, go to our social media. Y'all can get the phone numbers. Call up the CEO of Coca-Cola today. Call up Delta today. We can we can clog up Delta's reservation lines today if everybody listening 
makes those calls. And then if everybody listening tells five friends, send our links, send them to five friends and tell your five friends, hey, y'all, they trying to take our votes away, but we got power and this is how we can get involved. And this is the page that you can go to. We got the power to stop this. Yes, indeed. And, and Cliff, we got the pressure, cinema and mansion because mm. we have to use the filibuster, uh, change the rules because Right. You're not gonna get ten Republicans to vote for the John Lewis voting rights act. No, HR one, HR four. And if you want, no. if you like to be in the majority, you better change the rules. Because if right. you don't, they're gonna because they're gonna draw the districts up in 2022. They're gonna make the lines mm -hmm. even worse and gerrymander right. that way. They're gonna change all the rules. Right. And so then you're gonna lose. They're gonna be like, oh, we try to no. When they they're in right. power, they put the pillow to the metal cliff. They don't give a damn, <laughs> you know. I'll right. try to That's cuss right. on the show, but just being real, they don't give a damn, Cliff. And they they no. they're ramming mm -hmm. through where they, they got Gorsuch, you got Barrett and Kavanaugh. They didn't care. Mm -hmm. All them judges, That's they right. didn't care. So That's why right. the Democrats when they get in power play this stupid game? Oh, we gotta do it the right way. Screw That's that. Right. When you have the That's power, right. wield it and use it. And plus. I'm 34 years old. You told millennials mm -hmm. here in Georgia, and myself mm -hmm. included, you get $50 mm -hmm. minimum wage, $2,000 in checks. Mm -hmm. that, that part's been done. Minimum wage, criminal justice reform, voting rights reform. That's what, that's what awesome Warnock campaigned on here in Georgia. And by that's right. That's right. So people that's right. in my age group who are not as stupid as I am will say, well, they ain't doing nothing for me. So you got to the left liberals for having right. You go out trying to put the vote 2022, my people can vote. I got to say, this is what the Biden-Harris administration did. So Oscar Warnock voted for. It's amazing to say, well, vote for them in 22, 24, and 26 for ourselves as well. That's right. We told people when we went out, you're exactly right. We told people when we was out in them streets, we said, if you vote, if you come out in big numbers, if you risk your lives and risk COVID and, and fight this voter suppression and come on out and we get these two seats, this ass off at Warnock, we get these two seats, then we'll have 50%. Then guess what? Then the, then the black woman vice president can cast the tie-breaking votes and we control the Senate. That's what we told people. We ain't tell them that if they came out and they risked their lives, then, oh, we're going to have a majority, but we actually need 60 votes, <laughs> right, because of this filibuster. That wasn't what we told people, and that shouldn't be what the case is. And so, you know, that's that's not even democratic that you 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 tell people, oh, 50 votes is a majority, and then you say, no, but it's not really a majority because you really got to gotta have 60 votes before you even get to being able to do the 50 vote. Uh, no, that's not that's not democracy, right? And so what we're arguing, because all those things that you name, the minimum wage, the voting rights bills, the George Floyd Act, the House passed the George Floyd Policing Act, but it ain't never going to get out that Senate because it ain't never going to get 10 votes unless we get rid of this filibuster. This filibuster is the thing, and it goes back to Jim Crow, right? They used to use this same filibuster to block civil rights legislation going back to the 50s and 60s, and here we are, and it's still here, and it's still being used to block voting rights legislation and all these other these other acts that we're trying to get movement on. But the good news is we got the power to get rid of it, but we got to get all of them 50 Democrats to agree. And like you said, you got two of them out there, at least two of them out there that are just acting a fool. One of them from West Virginia, you know he ain't got no sense because West Virginia, one of the poorest states in the country, they needed this COVID. They need the minimum wage increase, but he out there acting a fool. And then you got another one out there in Arizona. And what we need is we need Biden to use everything that he's got at his disposal, right? You can't tell me, like Biden put out a statement yesterday and, 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 and you know, he signed an executive order and all that. That's cute, right, dealing with voting. But then he said, I hope that the Senate will pass 
H.R. 1, which is the Voting Rights Act that, that the House just passed the other night. Dude, you the president of the United States. You I demand it be passed. sitting around hoping, right? You demand. Like, 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 like there, there might be some people sitting out on the corner somewhere that can talk about what they hope they want to see happen. But you the president. <laughs> you don't have to just hope. You can actually use your power. You can cut some deals. You can you can offer them a carrot or you can offer them a stick. You can say, look, if you if you go on and get rid of this filibuster, I'm going to hook up West Virginia. I'm going to hook up Arizona, right? Or you can use the stick. You can be like, yo, Joe, if you don't act right uh, in West Virginia, y'all ain't getting no transportation money. Y'all ain't getting no, agric no agriculture money. Y'all not getting no coal energy retraining money. If you if you don't, hey, you out in Arizona, if you're not going to get rid of this filibuster, then guess what? You're not getting none of this uh, 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 community block grant money or whatever it is. You got tools at your disposal as president. He needs to do some of the same stuff that Lyndon B. Johnson did in the 60s when he had to twist some arms to get the, the civil rights bills and the voting rights acts passed in the 60s. Biden got to do the same thing. I don't need him sitting around just hoping. I don't need him sitting around talking about, oh, I'm so disappointed. You're the president of the United States. You got tools that you can use, and we are demanding that he uses all of those tools in order to pass this voting rights legislation and to pass all these other things that black folks are expecting him to work for. He said the night that he, he accepted the thing, he said, he said, black voters, he said, y'all stood by my, y'all had my back, right? Which is true, because he wouldn't he would be president without us. He said, black voters, y'all had my back, and now I'm gonna have your back. So now's your chance, President Biden. The, 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 the COVID bill is good. Thank you for that. We clap for that. But you got more you got to do. Oh, the yeah. benchmark can't just be that you better than Trump. That's not that's not the test because that's a low bar, right? You can't just you can't just exactly. tell us, oh, I'm so glad Trump's not there. Biden got us this thing passed. That's good. He got the COVID passed. That's a good deal. But guess what? You got a lot more you got to do to keep your promise to black voters that help put you in office. Exactly, because for me, this radio program, I have to answer the listeners who ask me all the time, well, JR, he's not doing this. I said, it doesn't work there. It's not a magic wand. But he has, he has to do some things to make it happen. And he has to, mm -hmm. Chuck Schumer has to have a backbone and tell Joe Manchin, right. if you act the fool, your chairmanship is That's gone. Right. Diane Feinstein right. needs to get in there and lie and send him a, so right. I got, or I when I voted on these issues. I can't have right. George been, been a liar. Because now, right. of course, I'll tell the people the truth because it wasn't Rafi Warhol's fault. He did his part. It was the right. people. It was this his colleagues who said it, true Georgia, not Raphael Warnock. So, so not That's something right. to play like where Reverend Warnock didn't do his job. No, it was people in the city right. that didn't do that. Wasn't him. So That's right. Biden has to protect his own people up mm -hmm. to twenty twenty two and twenty four by right. getting stuff done. He promised on the campaign trail, and That's and right. Rosie Cliff. Stuart Loan is what I'm caring about next, too. Hey. <laughs> sign, it, sign it, Joe Cliff. Hey. Sign it, because right. that, that'll help clear JR's debt. JR'll be out of debt. That's that right. bill signed. Sign it. That's right. <laughs> I can have all the money to myself and, and do right. more with my life than paying Fed loan when I pay them every month. So, And they say if you, if you cancel that debt, not only does it do everybody good, but guess what it does? It closes the racial wealth gap. Yes. Because black folks, and, and, and especially black women, but black folks carry a higher percentage of, of student debt. Why is that? Because we don't have the, the, the wealth, the natural wealth and income where we can send our kids to school and just pay the tuition and just call it a day and they get to come out tuition free. It's our families that are burdened 
disproportionately burdened with this student debt. And so if he were to cancel that $50,000 in, in debt, that would automatically close the racial wealth gap by 10, 20, 30%. Just that one action would be able to do that. And now we can talk about what, you know, building this generational wealth, right? And so it has all kinds of, it has an immediate benefit. Cause like you said, JR, JR go out and spend some money probably, right? Uh, or, or you might do what? You might go out, you might you might start another business or something. Yes. You might invest in somebody else's business. So it has all kinds of, all kinds of it. So it might help you or help somebody else to buy a house, right? That's another way that you can build up the wealth. And so quotes, getting rid of that student debt, this ain't, that's not a joke, that's real, right? We need, but that's not going to happen if they don't get rid of the filibuster, right? And so all these things, at the end of the day, until you get rid of that filibuster, you got a whole agenda. Joe Biden could go down. He could he could have a New Deal type presidency, like like FDR back in the forties, depression and all that. He could have the kind of presidency if he does these things that we've talked about just in these past fifteen minutes: voting rights, minimum wage, student debt, policing infrastructure he could get health care he could go down in history but he's got to have the courage yes. to, to, to pull in him and schumer because you're right schumer schumer ain't off the hook him and schumer have got to get that democratic caucus to act right uh mansion cinema feinstein get them all to act right and this filibuster and then they can all go down in history and when they go down in history it'll be because they pass things that will improve our lives everybody's lives right yes. but in particular black folks would be able to benefit um in a way that would that would make it make sense that we did all that we did in order to go out and vote and put these people into office but if they don't do that they're going to feel the pain the electoral pain yes for for decades because there's a whole generation of black folks, you, you talked about, especially younger folks, that they, they went out and they voted, but right now they looking. They yes. looking, they checking, they trying to see what's, what's, what's gonna go down, what they gonna keep it real, or, or they gonna sell us out again. And if they don't do right, there's a whole generation of black voters that will not come back. And they will feel that pain for decades. And all of us will feel that pain, because at the end of the day, if, if, we, if we don't come back out, then we can't get moving on any of these things. But the test is happening right now. They got to get rid of that filibuster. They got to move on this agenda. They got to deliver for black folks. And then we can talk about where we go from there. Yeah, 48K, Cliff. It's still a long day. TSU, Nashville, I, I love our Tennessee State Tigers. $48,000 is what I owe the government in fair loan. So, Joe, make that, hey, I'm out of debt. I don't have any credit card there, Joe. Take care of you. Mm -hmm. Hey, I will do that because, Cliff, I want to be able to expand the show, give people opportunity. Right. I want to be grow this platform even bigger than what it is. I've been this for nine mm -hmm. years, Cliff. This is this show. Mm -hmm. Nine years, man. I want to help people use my platform for good and build it even better. Like you said, Cliff, it helps everybody. Because all these policies that we're talking about, Cliff, are popular. Even right. Republicans, even the most certain people say, these are good policies. Yeah. They might, like, I, right. I, I, I hate who's doing it, but hey, the health care, student loan debt, mm -hmm. minimum wage, that goes across party lines. That's by parsing in the polling has been popular. And if he has right. the courage and the backbone, Cliff, like you said, he can change this mm -hmm. country for years to come. And that's a, that's, a, that's a good example. This is the last thing I'll say. This is a good example of how racism winds up infecting everything that it touches, right? It winds up infecting everybody because, you know, the racism that led to this Jim Crow and this voter suppression and these gerrymandered districts, right? 
it has hurt black people. It's hurt. It's hurt us on all kinds of policies, right? But then, what does it also do? It makes these Republicans, right, be so so isolated, right, so protected because they've suppressed votes and they've created districts, right, that protects them. They have literally passed laws and drawn lines that helps them to pick their voters instead of the voters being able to pick who the elected officials are, right? And so it's created such a warped democracy, right? It's never been a perfect democracy, but this, this gerrymandering and this voter suppression that is rooted in anti-Blackness has created a system where now, like you just said, you've got policies that even, even their Republican base supports, their, their own base supports COVID relief, but they voted against it. Their own base supports minimum wage increases, but they, they voted against it. Their own base even supports, as much as they talk about the Second Amendment, their own base supports common sense gun gun uh, laws, right, to increase gun They're Like 90% of Republicans support that, but these people that are in the office don't vote for it because they have so warped this democracy. They have so suppressed voters that they have wound up creating a situation where they don't even have to respond to their own voters. That is a democracy that cannot sustain itself. That's a democracy that's not even democracy. It's a, you got to find a whole other way. It's a sham. It's a joke. It's a farce. It's a lie, whatever you want to call it. But whatever it is, it's been created because of anti-Blackness. And that anti-blackness has, has warped the entire system to the point where this whole this whole this whole country has suffered. Hundreds of thousands of people have died yes. from COVID who never should have died, and that's because of the same racism that was directed at us wound up impacting the entire country. And all the racism and hatred that they directed us, all the civil rights violations that they directed us, it hurts us most. But it doesn't just hurt; it winds up bouncing right back on them. Right. It's like well, Malcolm used to say, it's the chickens coming home to roots. Right. Sure. So at the end of the day, they need to fix this whole system. But, it, but it's, it's, it's got to be it's got to be because um, um, those who have power, those that we put in power are willing to show the courage that it takes to respond to our demands, to respond to black voters and to pass some policies that will change our lives, but actually will change, will help everybody in this country as well. Cliff. My listenership goes from Chattanooga to Macon, Georgia. Tell us how can we help you, BlackVoiceMonitor.com, BlackVoiceMonitor.org. How can we help you and Latasha push this movement and keep pressure on the legislature in Georgia? Because how can we give us a call to action, Cliff, to help you guys in this fight that we got to fight here in Georgia and beyond? If you go to that website that you just said, blackvotersmatterfund.org, right? On the screen, on the home screen, one of the first images, you'll see an image that says Georgia voters Pression, right? Click on that. We got some action steps for you, right? Um, you can go to our social media. It'll take you to that same information. Go to our social media, Facebook, IG, Twitter, Black Voters MTR, like matter. Black Voters MTR, connect with us, like our stuff, share our stuff, tell a friend. We tell people all the time during the elections, you tell five friends, right? If everybody listening right now goes tells five friends and then all of them tells five more friends, that's an army. They can't stop us. So if, they, if everybody listening goes to those pages and then tells five friends to go to those pages and all y'all make, make those phone calls to Coca-Cola, I'm gonna call them out again, Coca-Cola, UPS, Home Depot, Southern Company, right? Delta, if everybody gets involved in pressuring these companies, we can squash 
this um, voter suppression in Georgia. But even beyond that, we need everybody to get involved. Call your senators. Call the White House, right? And tell them it's real simple. Go on social media. There's a hashtag I've been using. A lot of other people have been using. It's real simple. Hashtag end the filibuster. And we got to send that message to all of D.C., right? All of the 50 Democrats in there plus Biden. We got to let them know. So anyway, long story short, check us out on our social media, Black Voters MTR. You'll get all those action steps. And Cliff, I'll be putting out on Twitter today and Instagram. I'll be flooding it with you guys because I'm going to fight with you, Cliff. 34 years old, man. I love what you guys do. Anyway, I can help you all out. Use this platform to help you all out. Please let me know. I want to be involved and help you out going forward because I feel like this is very powerful for people my age and younger because we're, 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 we're you guys are kind of, you know, we you fight the fight. We got to come behind you. We got to fight the fight with you, man. I got many people that's about 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds. Come on, fight the fight with us. We got to get this stuff done, Cliff, because it matters for everybody involved for us as a people. We matter. Our votes matter and policy Matter. We need people who will do it for us one way or another. If they don't do it for us, we get them out of there. If I fight, who will? And that's how, that's how I say, Cliff, get out of here. Hey, I get to get to go, hey, buddy. Radio, I love what you're doing here. Radio is powerful. It's still one of the most powerful tools that we have. I'm going to tell you this story real quick. In 1963, y'all y'all know these images of the children in Birmingham with the firehouse hoses and the dogs and all that. That children march changed the, the tide of that movement in Birmingham because the adults weren't showing up. It was the kids that won that battle in Birmingham. But guess what? The code word that let them know when it was time to leave the schools, right? And to leave school and go down to the Kelly Ingram Park where, that, where those demonstrations took place, those messages were delivered over the radio. So what you are doing, right, has historically been powerful and is powerful today. And I thank you so much for what you're doing with this mechanism that you got at your hands. Thank you so much, Cliff. Hey, now he's the making, buddy. I'm keep on going, man. Hey, God bless me with this radio platform. Not many guys my age have their own radio show where they own everything on it. Where it's my narrative. Nobody can say what it's I can cannot say. So I'm blessed for that because I feel like Cliff, only my narrative matters to me. I've had offers to go different places, but I wanted to control narrative what I want to discuss, not be told what I can and cannot say. I want to say what I want to say for my people because informing black people is important to me. I grew up listening to Tom Jordan as, as a child, and he inspired me to do what I'm doing today, man. Love you, man. Thank you so much. Anytime, Cliff. You be good, man. Talk to you real soon, brother. I love I enjoy this. I can just get real soon with you. I really enjoyed this conversation today. All right, man. Love you. Be safe. So, thank you, but Love you too as well. Thank you, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.